welcome to the Energetically Her podcast. I'm Kayla Linghoff, entrepreneur and women's coach, and I will be your host for this podcast. So I am so excited that you are here. And if we haven't connected yet, either over social media or in person, welcome. I have so much gratitude that you're here. This podcast is going to go over so many things from mindfulness, mental health, finding your purpose, manifesting your ultimate reality, and so much more. So my mission is to inspire, guide, and lead you into becoming the best version of yourself and having the life that you want. I am just so obsessed with showcasing the power of energetics and how we can use them to transform our lives inside and out. I am so excited to share today's episode with you. There is so much value packed into here. We are talking about so many things from how to raise your vibration, what your reality says about you, why self-love actually matters, how to cultivate more confidence with self and purpose in life, and so much more. I am also sharing the details of a fun exercise that I personally have completed multiple times in my transformation and healing journey that's allowed me to feel so much more confident and empowered, and it's really allowed me to step into my authentic self and feeling safe to take up as much space as I want. So confidence is the amount of trust and love that you feel for yourself. It's something that radiates from within and anyone can nurture and grow this within themselves. Our inner authority comes from deeply believing in ourselves and our purpose. So ask yourself, how does the best version of you show up? Is how you're showing up currently in your life aligning for the life that you want to live? Why or why not? Is there anything that comes up or comes to your mind when I ask that? Almost all of the time, we have the answers to what we're looking for internally, and we're just searching outside of ourselves to validate or to recognize what we already know. But sometimes it's so buried deep from our belief systems or how we think on a day-to-day basis that it's hard to bring up to the surface. So by asking yourself deep questions whether it's journaling or maybe it's in meditation, you can really break through those layers. With all of the social media that we have now, I feel like it's kind of easy to make yourself feel like you need to blend in to the crowd or be more mainstream and not draw extra attention to yourself. For years, I've constantly been putting my whole life out online and trying different business ventures, different ideas, and really just playing around and experimenting with my self-discovery and what I want to spend the rest of my life doing here. With being online or even just being in person, a lot of us have a fear of being judged by others or even just being misunderstood or not seen for who we actually are. But when you think others are judging you, it's really you judging yourself. And if anyone does come across judgy to you, just understand that that says way more about them than it probably does about you. It could just be that someone's having a bad day, but also remember too that only hurt people try to bring other people down. That whole saying that misery loves company is so true and you have the ability to control how external factors make you feel and what you decide to do about it. The incredible people who are supposed to be in your circle will never demand you to prove your worth or try to bring down your vibration. Instead of trying to blend in with what everyone else is doing, figure out what you enjoy, figure out who you are authentically to the core, and start embodying that. By being authentically you, you'll also attract 
everything that's meant for you, the people, the places, the opportunities, all that will come so much faster into your world when you're being authentic. Confidence is loving yourself no matter what. If you attach that to external factors like what you're wearing or if you're hitting all of your workout goals for the week, that just doesn't work. I used to attach my worth to how busy I was or to my successes, to what I was wearing, to the brands I was buying, and it did not make me any happier. I really was someone who was trying to find validation from designer items or shopping or traveling, but I was just miserable and I was so struggling with depression and anxiety that from the outside world looking in, you would have thought that, oh, she's made it, she's so happy, all of these boxes are checked, look at her life, but on the inside, I was crumbling. And I really thought those items would bring happiness into my life and make me feel confident, but all it really did was make me feel worse because there was a hole in me that handbags just couldn't fill. And it was almost more of like a dopamine rush to where you buy something, you like it, it makes you feel good, that's great, but then that wears off at some point, and then so you have to go buy it in a different color or a different version or something new comes out and you just have to have it. It becomes almost an obsession in an unhealthy way. So I promise you that confidence has nothing to do with how you look. Notice if someone is complimenting another person about their aura or maybe just their energy, how they make other people feel. Maybe you've even gotten this compliment of someone just says, oh my gosh, you know, this person just is always so positive and makes everyone feel so good. That's your energy, that's your aura, but notice how that compliment has nothing to do with your appearance, what kind of shoes you had on, or how your hair looked. Will putting on your favorite outfit in your closet make you feel, you know, like a million bucks? Of course it will, but knowing your worth enough and wearing that or something else is solid gold. Not saying anything is wrong with treating yourself or splurging, buying nice things, all of that. That is wonderful. You deserve that. You deserve so much abundance into your life. But just don't get lost in the shuffle or the marketing from social media thinking that those sunglasses or those handbags or those trips or the name of your shoes is going to fill any emptiness or any big problems behind the scenes that are going on. Because it doesn't. It just kind of adds more clutter to it, to be honest. Through all of my personal development and growth, I still like nice things, of course, but I find that I only want to buy something unless I really, really want it. And having a more minimalistic look and approach has actually made me so much happier and satisfied. I used to not be able to leave my house without like a full face of makeup on, spending an hour on my hair and like planning my outfit the night before. And what's so interesting to me now, it's kind of funny, is... Nowadays, I feel way more confident when I'm wearing no makeup, my hair is up in a claw clip, I've got tinted sunscreen on my face, and I'm wearing like a dress from Aloe. With having love and acceptance for yourself, feeling confident, and really believing in who you are almost becomes like an energetic layer or an outfit that's just always with you. You don't have to take it off, you don't have to wear a specific item or look a specific way to remind yourself continuously that you are who you are. You just know. It's just a deep belief. And you don't need anything externally to trust and love yourself. I used to think that I needed all of these self-help books and all of this extra mentorship or different experiences. Maybe 
you're someone who thinks that you need to have a partner in your life always to feel that love, to overcompensate for what you're not giving to yourself. But you really have everything within you that you need. You just have to remind yourself how powerful you are and keep in mind your purpose. You are here for a reason. Everyone here has a mission and there is so much potential behind whatever you want to do. Just the fact that you exist is absolutely incredible. Okay, the odds of you being born into planet Earth right now is one in 400 trillion. Like, really pause and let that soak in. One in 400 trillion that you exist, that you are here right now, that you are listening to this. Do you see how special you are? Do you let yourself feel how special you are? You are so important. So many of us downplay that we're just another person, nothing special about us. We're just average, blah, blah, blah. That's not true at all. Believing back in yourself allows you to step into your inner voice, your inner authority, and stand in your power. This is your story. You can cross out, highlight, or rewrite any part of the present moment that you need to. Feeling confident is your birthright. You are in the driver's seat of your life. You get to really choose how your life feels and looks. No one can decide that for you. Your family, your friends, your partner can love you, believe in you, compliment you, cherish you, which they should be doing anyways, but no one can believe in you like you. No one can determine your power, your purpose, what you're supposed to do. You have all of that information within you. You just have to be reminded of it. You have to tap back into your inner self, your inner child, your intuition, And really bridge that gap between who you are now and who you're supposed to be. Society can be such a numbing place with so much technology and food and just different things that our body is constantly having to filter out and be bombarded with different energies. Always remember that you're in control of how you feel. You may not be able to control external factors like what someone says to you or you know, a random event that happens, but you can choose how you feel and how you respond with it. So there is an exercise that I want to talk about because it's something that I've done a few times in my journey and it's helped immensely with me being a more visual learner. If you're more auditory, you could maybe recite this in your head or if you want to write it down, cool, totally up to you. So the goal with this exercise is to really document as much as you can for anything that you've accomplished or achieved so far in life. And this could be big or small. For example, you could write down promotions that you've received at work. Maybe you hit the honor roll when you were in high school or college. Some other ideas could be maybe you're super involved in your community or giving back to others, volunteering, helping a neighbor out, helping friends, doing things out of the kindness of your heart, allowing yourself to share your experiences with things, or maybe it's more personal development goals with focusing on your health, really tapping into your self-discovery and purpose as a person. Something too that could be overlooked is simply you are still here. You have made it through any hard day, struggle, or situation. 
that you've experienced so far in life. You are still standing, you are resilient, and that deserves to be celebrated. That needs to be on your list. Once you are done with your proof list exercise, I encourage you to put this in your phone. Maybe you have it on your desk or somewhere where you can see this every day. Maybe it's taped to the bathroom mirror and just remind yourself how powerful and strong you are. Your accomplishments and experiences, big or small, have helped shape you into who you are today and those deserve to be celebrated and to never forget. There's definitely a difference between reflecting on the past and then letting ourselves kind of get stuck in the rut and having it affect our maybe present moment or even the future. So I encourage you, the only reason to really look back at your past is to really see how far you've come. Besides doing that exercise, sometimes I will intentionally look back at old photos or content of myself, even just glancing at old journals that I used to write in. And seeing how I used to describe like people or situations, things that were going on in my life, even the wins, and really just being able to have so much compassion for that version of Kayla for everything that she was going through. It's so interesting to see how our experiences really cultivate this space for our transformations. As I mentioned earlier about like filling a hole inside of us. And sometimes we can look externally for material things or for people to validate that. Maybe you're like me and you know what it feels like to be empty on the inside. But what if, no, stay with me here. What if that space was intentionally there and it was designed in a way to suit your expansion and transformation? Because to be able to expand and to grow, you need space. So maybe it's there waiting for you to be aware of how you feel to bring you closer to bridge the gap of who you are now and who you know you're supposed to be. And who knows, maybe that's a sign for you to take up more space in the world, to step into your inner authority, your inner voice, and to really stand in your power. Live more authentically with what lights you up and filter through the things that don't. And standing in your power really allows you to distinguish more clearly the things that serve you and the things that don't. And then you can choose the people, the places, the things that you want in your life, the places that you want to go to, the opportunities that you want to take on, and the ones that you don't. Our past experiences, I really don't feel that they were given to us to break us down. They're intended to rebuild and sculpt and direct us to the experiences and the life that is our birthright. Confidence is really your birthright and you deserve to feel that and embody that with whatever your life journey is going to look like. There's a quote by Tony Robbins that I love and it is, if it is in you, it is for you. And that resonates so deeply with me because we have everything we need internally and with having everything we need internally, how we speak to ourselves, the thoughts that we think hold so much power over our reality and how we feel about our life. And for me personally, I feel like examples or real life things are so impactful with just learning a concept or understanding it better. So I actually brought in a journal that I had last year and I wanted to read some off of off of this page that I found When I was reflecting, of course, and this just, I hope this really resonates with anyone who's listening because this speaks volumes. Okay, so this was dated August 22nd of 2022, also 
the 2222, which we know is an angel number, which is on my wrist. But besides that, let's read this page. This page says, Dear God, please burn every bridge that leads me back to pain. If there is no purpose of it, please free me of it. Please help me release what is stealing my peace. Please protect me from anything that was not sent by you. It's kind of a powerful message, right? It was just on, I don't even know what day of the week that was or what was going on, but it was something that I found last week or I found again. And I was like, wow, look at you go. Like that is just so, that's such a powerful message. And I don't know if I saw it from somewhere or if I just intuitively had a download and wrote that when it was coming through in my in my brain. But so I wrote that in August and that was the month where I had decided, okay, like we're not happy. We're miserable. Like we just, things are not going how we want them to. We keep postponing the things that we want to do in life, the places we want to go for other people. And I was just, I feel like I hit a wall. I was tired of it. I was having so many mental struggles, health struggles, you name it. I just felt like I was on a rocket ship with no spacesuit, no helmet, couldn't breathe, just like running into all of these problems, these catastrophic um, things blowing up in my face. And I was just tired of it. Sometimes in our lives, we are made so uncomfortable and we have so much pain because the universe is trying to be like, hello, we love you, but you are not where you're supposed to be. Like, please take this as a sign. And the longer you stay where you're not supposed to be, the harder it gets, the worse you feel, the more things go wrong. And it got to the point where I could just laugh when things were happening in my day because I was like, what else can I take? Like, how strong actually am I? It's like a test of like my my strength because I felt like I was crumbling all the time over just everything happening at once. Whether you're at a place in life where maybe things are crumbling around you or maybe life is going wonderful, always know that you can ask for help. Your words hold so much power and the universe, your guardian angels, everything around you wants to support you and fill you with love and light. You do not have to tackle the whole world alone by yourself. You have support all around you, including me. You just have to ask for it. I highly encourage you to ask for whatever you want in life. There is a saying that if you don't ask, the answer will be no. So ask, ask for the time off, ask for the raise, ask that guy out on a date that you just saw in Target and you don't even know, you know, anything about him. You just think he's cute. Ask him. Remember the deep belief in yourself that anything that is meant for you, you can't mess it up. Like it's virtually impossible to mess up what's meant for you because it aligns so well. It complements so well. It fits right in where it's supposed to be. You are truly one decision away from a completely different life. And that decision is to choose love, acceptance, and trust within yourself. And when you finish listening to this episode, maybe write down the changes you want to see. Write down who you would be with more confidence. How would she feel? How would she dress? What would her routine be like? What would she be doing? Who would her friends be? How would they support her? How does her family help her? And go live like it. Go embody that energy of your higher self or your future self. Bring that closer to the present moment of where you are right now. You'll be so amazed at your energy and how it shifts. I really believe that how you feel on the inside is more important than what you're actually doing on the outside in the physical 3D world. 
The best way to change your world and your reality of how it looks and feels is by changing the vibration of the energy of how you feel first. If you loved this episode or if it resonated for you, I would love for you to take a screenshot and share this to your story and tag us so we can see or even just send it to a friend who will also enjoy the episode. When you subscribe and leave a review, it helps our podcast grow the community and also reach other people who are changing their life and on their healing journey. As always, our social accounts will be linked in the show notes. And also, please subscribe and leave a review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts if you haven't already. This really does mean the absolute world. I appreciate your support so much. This helps grow our podcast community and be able to reach more people who want to change their lives too. Thank you all so much for listening. Please remember how special you are, how powerful you are, and that you have everything you need within you. I am just here simply to remind you of that. As we close out this episode of the Energetically Her podcast, I want to invite you to share any questions, insights, or even aha moments that have come up for you during the episode. You can share those with me over on Instagram or social media. I'm so happy to connect with all of you over there. And I will have those pages linked in the show notes for you too. Also, if this episode resonates with you, please subscribe and leave a review for the podcast. It really does help grow our community so much. I look forward to bringing you so much value each and every Tuesday. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week. Until next time, bye.